This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Doesn't it seem like everybody and the mother has a podcast? Oh, oh, so I started a podcast with my mom. We wanted a theme song so you could sing along. The show, it starts now. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm thinking I'm good. Good. I'm having deja vu, where like, maybe this is an episode we did in the first season where something like, I'm doing well, except for, except for, and it's like, oh, if I don't think about those things, I'm doing really well. We've had this conversation before? It's very possible that we've had this conversation before. <laughs> I'm well. It's a, it's a deserved conversation. I mean, it makes total sense. Yeah. Well, you look great. I'm going to move myself up and back a little. Excuse me. I woke up at five o'clock. Ooh. And I thought, I'll go back to sleep. And I thought, yeah, I'll just do one thing. Yeah. So it's um, like one o'clock in the afternoon. And um, I'm pretty much done. Good. Did the wash. I did my exercises. I went for a walk. I um, went into computer land for a while, trying to figure out another way to do backups and and really? check some lists off that I had to. I mean, I really got a lot done. So it's it's not that the um, it is that I was my mind has been busy with. What I'm doing and oh, and I did read the news and all the regular stuff, but I've just been busy going from one thing to another and that filled me up. That's great. I think about how much you get done, how much I get done, how much our listeners get done, how much we sort of insist we get done in a day or a week or a month or a year. And comparing that to like just being animals out in nature, like drinking from the river and eating fruit and being naked, which is like kind of what it feels like we were here to do. (laughs) And the rest of it was a bunch of glommed on like adjustments. Any, any one of our days is like extremely productive if you put it in that context. I guess so. Sometimes I resolve to get up and paint right away or go for a Mm -hmm. walk right away. And at eight o'clock at night, I'm like, I didn't paint. I didn't go for a walk. I'm not working. I'm retired. And so today I got up at five and I kept on going. Ashley, it seems okay. I've, I've but been I'm in my up. own little world, so I'm not. I'm not. Tell tell the um, the listeners the T-shirt that I ordered for you that will be here on I think Wednesday. Oh, so instead of waiting and showing it, I love this T-shirt. Um, it says 2019. I don't remember what it started with. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. T- you do the first line. I'll do the rest. It says 2019 colon avoid negative people. 
Oh, and then it says 2020, avoid positive people. Get it? Positive people. And then it says 2022, avoid people. How many did you get me? <laughs> uh, I think that you're, yeah, I got you one. It says 2019, avoid negative people. 2020, avoid positive people. 2021, avoid people. But I don't think you're wrong in that 2022 will probably look uh, similar. Oh, is that what I... Oh, okay. So yeah. in my own defense, one of the, I went online and looked and saw many different versions. And actually the one that you sent me that you had seen when Twitter was my favorite, but yeah. they, there is one that has another line that says 2022 and it repeats avoid people. That's good. That's good. But at least I got the right like decade good. because yeah, no. I sent Francesca a picture. I, you know, I was going I was in my photos and I saw a, a, a photo of Francesca with Robert Drake. And I don't, I guess we were at World Cafe Live. I don't know, maybe we were, we were at the, um, at Beaumont for the, um, the cabaret. I don't know. They both looked gorgeous, handsome, beautiful, terrific. And, and it was from 2007. And I was like, how many years ago is that, Sharon? And you know, that's not tough math, but these days when you start giving me timelines and reality and, and decades, I went back to using my fingers. It's a long time ago. <laughs> it, occurred, it occurred to me this last week that in about a year, I will have been in California for the same amount of time that I lived in our, my childhood home. And if I think about the amount of, you know, fundamental foundational experiences from six or six or seven years old until 18, uh, which is like for a long time, the bulk of my memory, right? And then comparing that to an, an adult 10 or 12 years in, in my 30s and now 40s. And it's, it's, a, it's a futile exercise, but it's just, a, it was an interesting moment of like, oh, okay, time. I see what you're doing here. I see what you're That's doing here. perspective. Yeah. That's perspective, yeah. And then interestingly, as many, many more years go on, you start having lots of rush of memories of that childhood. Um, it's like, where did this come from? Stuff that you hadn't previously recalled? Some stuff that, I, yeah, like, oh, that's interesting. Cool. Or just, a, again, a different perspective, you know, thinking about um, somebody in my, in my family from my point of view now, instead of the memory, which is the childhood point of view. And it was like, oh, I really did know who he was very early, you know? Yeah, I do, I do. Yeah. So speaking of my childhood memories, um, you sent me something a couple of days ago uh, that I want you to talk about, because I don't want to take your thunder, but I would love to show it to our, our audience as well. So tell me, uh, tell you them what tell I mean. Tell them what I mean. <laughs> well, I was on the phone with your brother, David, one day, and I don't know if I, I asked him if what he wanted or if there was something that he wanted or needed. And uh, either, I think he said some, 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 some drawing stuff, but it, I might've made that up. Maybe I said, would you like some art supplies? Cause he used to do a lot of art with Mary and he really was great with it. And um, 
I said, would you like me to send you some art supplies, bottom line? And he said, yes. I said, what would you like? I said, do you have colored pencils? Now I know he, he's got probably, a, he, at least he's been, he's had at some point, like probably four packages of colored pencils, but whatever. I said, do you, have, want, do you need colored pencils? Or I asked him what he wanted and he said, that's what he wanted. And, and we went through a list and some drawing pads and I said, how about Play-Doh? I said, mm. you know, it's not really just for kids. It's kind of like therapy dough. And I always thought that that was fun. Do you want Play-Doh or are you okay with the way it feels? And he said, yes. So I sent him all that. Also some cutout stuff with Play-Doh to use with Play-Doh. Just to jump in and interrupt you, I remember being kids and you'd make essentially Play-Doh from scratch out of, I don't even know, cornstarch or water. I remember playing with tactile Play-Doh stuff that was homemade. You hippie? Yes. And I think you could color it also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I sent him the stuff. And then Ansu sent me a text, a text um, video. David's at his kitchen table. Ansu has covered the table with plastic. And David does have a counter in his room that's a nice size counter for art but this was this was great this was better he had the whole space to himself and there's you'll show it there's david drawing he's sketching and then he reaches for another color pencil and it actually made me think of when i when i first took my first drawing lesson i took a piece of paper took newsprint and a pencil and just and also charcoal and the teacher said just draw something and it's like but i don't know how to draw that's why i'm in class and it's really an amazing process uh, i don't know if you're seeing it showing but I'm I am. To show it now i was so i mean just the focus on its surface is like phenomenal he's sitting up sitting up straight forward He's wearing a t-shirt that I got him for a birthday a few years ago or a Hanukkah gift, that. which is so sweet to see. And it's just David in his home. And um, I'm not playing the audio, but Ansu is just being a great helper and not pushing or prodding, but asking and helping. And they also, they put plastic down beforehand, not knowing what to expect. I mean, it looks really like um, focused and careful. I mean, look at him. He's, he's drawing. So it's, it's, I would, this made my day, my week, my month. He's enjoying it. That's a person just focused, making something. He's, he's making art. He's enjoying it. Yeah. I know he can make art, but, you know, like I said, when, when, when Mary was able to um, work, visit with him, then um, there was somebody to encourage or to suggest. Look, or, I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Look at these dudes just handing each other supplies and just helping each other. I'm just, I'm just moved by all this. I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's not a problem. Hmm. Sorry, supplies, Mary. Um, he, the, the fact is that Dave is enjoying this. And art is great. Everybody should try some kind of art. I agree. I appreciate you sharing that with me and getting that stuff to him. I love that he, when you told me the story, you said, what would you like? And he said, art supplies, which I've never heard him Thank say you. before. I, so great was I didn't remember specifically. Um, I'm also, I, I try 
try to be careful not to put words into his mouth. There's sure. another metaphor because sometimes David says something and it's startling. And I'm very careful to recall exactly that this is, you know, his idea and what he said and not speak for him. I so. know what you mean. There are many years ago, <laughs> I, was in, I was dating somebody and it, um, and she was fascinating and interesting and a total disaster. And uh, it was not an easy situation, but I was like into it. And it was just turmoil uh, and she was a stunner. And I, those two things felt like they had, to, they had to come together or something. It was, a, it was a conflict and I was speaking to David and he was like, how are you? And I was like, I'm just gonna like tell him how I am. You know, I'm just gonna like talk at him for a minute because we don't usually get so deep. So I don't usually get you know, a long amount of, of tension, attention from him for one topic, let alone, you know, advice, which is kind of like sometimes what a younger brother would call and expect from an older brother. And so it's tough to share certain things with him, knowing that I'm not going to get, you know, a response that might sound something like advice. But on this particular instance, I was just like, I'm just going to talk and just tell him. And I was like, I'm dating this woman and she's wonderful, but also really not that wonderful. And she's like, and this is how this is where we're at. And this is where we're going. I don't think it's going to work out, but I really want it to. And here, the, I just talked at him for like a couple minutes, and it was total silence. This is maybe six, seven years ago. Total silence, and I was like, "So, what do you, what do you think, Dave?" And he said, "Is she a show horse?" What? I said, "What?" And he repeated it. Is she a show horse? And I was like, were you just watching a TV show about like equestrian, like dressage or something? Like, what are you doing? Like, what? And he, and the thread was gone and he didn't get back to it. And I tried to ask him again. I was like, what did, what did you mean when you said show horse? And he's like, what? I was like, ah, shoot. And, um, <laughs> It got stuck in my head, like in a real, like, I, like, what did he mean? Was he even talking to me? Was he like, what was, what was the deal? Um, this person happened to be in the public eye. And the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, yeah. Maybe she's a show horse. <laughs> maybe it's about like the performance and the costume and the, the, the show, right? Not the real not like a friend horse, <laughs> like a sibling horse. I don't know what, I don't know what set of like vocabulary we were, we were expected to use in there. But at first it was like just baffling. And then the, the more years that have passed, and I'm not equating a human female to an animal. I'm just saying the idea of like David's words taking on new meaning. And the further away I got from that, I was like, that was my version of getting like big brother advice. You know, it wasn't something I could act on or understand fully but it was like all right this is this is that this is this is this version of advice or response oh, i have a lot of comments one is some people get brotherly sisterly parently advice and it's wrong it's terrible right <laughs> okay that's the that's that's one thing i'm aware and it's like oh my why did i do that they told me to do it and i why so if you listen and hear, yeah, and then put in whatever somebody says to you, because it's good 
to listen to advice. It doesn't mean you have to take it. Sometimes here, when I was a kid, I would say to my mother, which one should I wear or which one should I choose or where should I go? And she would tell me and I would do the opposite. And one day she said, why do you always ask me? You never do what I say. And I said, I don't know. And it took me like till I was an adult to realize when I hear it, it, if it doesn't resonate, I have my answer. And if it does, it does. Mm. Mm. Just because I'm asking her advice, I, I said to Joel recently, I want your advice on something, but understand, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not saying I'm going to listen to it, right. but I want to hear it from your point of view. And he's okay. He's okay with that. And huh. um, that's, that's, that's one thing. And the other thing is, what is that old story slash parable, parable slash um, um, story about the person that goes to, I don't know, Tibet to meet one of the Dalai Lama people, like the wisest man in, in the world. And he, there's this rigorous journey and there's this travail and there's storms and there's, you know, losing things. And they, and, and he gets up there and he's at the feet of this mm -hmm. most brilliant person in the world. And he, he asks him, I guess it was, what is the meaning of life? And at the end, he, he didn't receive an answer. Mm. It turns out, and I'm sure there's like at least three different endings to that story, probably more now, but it turns out it's the journey. Mm. It's not one answer. It's not one thing. It's the journey and how, how one travails, one, how one changes, grows, or doesn't, how one, what it's the experience and how, and how it affects the person. So <laughs> it would be interesting. You should keep asking David things like that. Oh, I do. I do. What he yeah. comes up with. I like that. That's very interesting. Why can't, uh, Buddhists vacuum under the couch. Say it again. Why can't Buddhists vacuum under the couch? I don't know. Because they have no attachments. Because they have no attachments. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I saw something online today that was uh, served to me as an ad before um, a YouTube video I was watching. And I thought that it was a joke. I thought it was satire. And then I realized it's very real and it's a product designed for developmental help for young people. And I think that it's potentially very helpful for people now who aren't socializing, but also just generally you want to name it? I'm just going to show you what I saw, and I'd like your okay. honest and I'd like your honest reactions to it. I believe the video is two minutes long, so maybe we'll cut and come back. Maybe we'll watch the whole thing together. I don't I don't really know, but my first thought was was confusion followed by fear and terror followed by intrigue, <laughs> and ultimately, is this something that David might want? <laughs> Sounds like dating. 
Okay. Can you see my screen? Yes. The lighting on this is so just sucks you right, just sucks you right in. The lighting on it. Riley. Hi. There's someone here who wants to meet you. My name is Moxie. I'm a new robot. What is your name? I'm Riley. It's nice to meet you, Riley. What do you do to get ready for bed? Brush my teeth and read a story. I love stories. Would you read a story to me? Sure. Rita woke with a lovely dream, still fresh in her mind, gracefully gliding across the shimmering ice rink. Last one. Breathing exercises always help me relax. Riley, we have a new mission. Would you make a drawing for me? Hmm. Okay. I'm so excited for you to tell me about the dentist. I've never been to one. You don't have teeth. But I can still smile. And then what happened? He said he didn't want to play with me anymore. Thank you for telling me about your day. Sometimes holding a friend's hand makes me feel better. Do you want to try squeezing my hand? So what's our new mission, Moxie? You'll need paper and a pencil. We're going to make some kind notes. For this mission, you'll need to talk to one of your friends about what makes them happy and then tell me all about it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Mom, can we invite Mason over to play? Sure. Hmm. Have a new mission. We're going to talk about things that make us happy. Bye, Moxie. See you soon. So I saw that earlier. And the first thing I did was cry. And then I thought, where is this going? And I like it as a tool. I, I can't begin to guess what it would be like to experience it without experiencing it. And I'd just be making up, but maybe after a while, the person would get bored of it, or maybe they would start to feel like it's a robot and it's BS and, Mm -hmm. Or it might be great and it might be good for different ages more than another. I don't know. It's really interesting. And uh, I look at it as a tool. It's a teaching learning tool. And it also, um, if, if somebody is introduced to it and, and that somebody feels safe and comfortable, I think it could be very beneficial, even if it didn't last long. And I'm not saying it wouldn't, but yeah, my thought is that that it might not. It might be, and it might be wonderful, but it might be that after a while, it's taken for granted. It's like getting a new toy that you're really, really excited about. Yeah, but what if in that time, somebody, whether they're young or regardless of age, just like David, would have to maybe find it useful if they got bored of it, there were still moments of like, 
oh, focusing on good things or like interpersonal communication skills, whatever. I just, it's not like this is perfect. This is David written all over. I was just like, wait, what? I'm getting, you know, the movie AI was essentially this, but a, a more advanced robot. Uh, it's, it's bizarre <laughs> to see this, you know, merchandised and marketed and available <laughs> to ship. Uh, now it's just, um, it hit me. It, it really hit me by like, like a truck. I was like, wait, what? I mean, I've seen, you know, AI and robots and all sorts of things. There's something about this that I was like, oh, if they get this right, this is a, this is a, a new day. My guess is that it, it, the program and the concept was developed or written or finally produced by psychologists. I hope so. A lot of experience. <laughs> so I would expect us to be sucked in and react the way we did because yeah. that's what it's designed to do. It's a, designed to meet people at a, at a personal experiential level. It's not just, oh, let's go play or mm -hmm. not like pulling the string on the doll. And they said, no. um, I love you or let's go for a ride. This is actually hitting emotional notes. The one where it's it like terrific. It syncs up with a calendar. So like, how was your dentist appointment? That part to me really knocked me down. It was like, wow, be like a, a thing asking you how a specific thing went. It was this very, it's just, I'm having a dissociation, a dissociative experience with it, right? Cause it's very clearly a robot. But I'm like, I also got emotional watching it for the first time. And if, you, if you're just joining us, we're talking about uh, Moxie, this small robot designed for, I think, young people, but anyone from a developmental <laughs> perspective. And it's it, it's crazy. You should, you should Google it. Moxie's not a sponsor. If they'd like to, um, you know, subscribe and hit us up. Let me, we're open to it, but this is not an ad. We're just uh, talking about it. Well, you might want to go online now and look it up and see what the reactions are to it. Also, when I looked at it earlier and I watched it to all the part I, I stopped watching it just seconds before you turned it off at that point. Um, I thought it was the end. When it yeah, started, so when it started, I'm sure I saw that it said one year ago. So was that the process of the little boy over a year or was it released a year ago and the video well, online was a year released ago? a year ago, April, April, 2020. So I haven't heard anything about it, but I wouldn't, you know, I'm not dealing with young children. I'm not teaching. I'm not Good in the internet. But I'm wondering, there should probably be a lot of converses about it. And if there aren't, I'd, I'd have to wonder why. Yeah. Well, I appreciate. Yeah, right. If it and was you like always get it and try it. How much is it? I think it's like five or 600 bucks and there is a rental program as well. <laughs> sure, That's great. I'm sure plenty oh, of people speaking are like, of rental, I think it's, I'm um, sure it's Taco Bell wants to sell memberships now. Smart. Okay. Every 30 days and you get a certain amount of tacos. Smart of them. Subscription models are very. I very want a smart. subscription. I it's like, Oh, I want a subscription. You can view my art. For twenty five cents. Well, you can do that. You create, create critical mass from awareness for people to want that thing behind a I paywall. Know. 
I saw a very, very dark tweet earlier that said, I want to put my suicide note behind a paywall. <laughs> oh. She's a comedian, so no need to Brilliant. no need to call the authorities. I once wrote you an absence note and I got a call from school. Who wrote this note? We've never seen the signature before. I did forge your signature for for random things because your entire was school career. Not my entire school career. I did it a, a handful a handful of times. <laughs> um, when I was in fourth grade, we were learning cursive, and I uh, my I had um, my X's were so good that they challenged me in thinking I had had somebody else do my homework for me. And the only reason they challenged me to think that I had someone do my homework for me is because the previous week when we were working on J's, I did have Miraj Patel do my homework for me. And I, I wasn't like I was being like, I wasn't in my mind at 11, at 11, I wasn't like cheating or lying. It was out in the open. I was like, I'm just not very good at this. And you seem to be very good at this. <laughs> I gave him like my snacks from lunch or something. I outsourced my cursive class that day. And in my mind, it was a totally reasonable managerial solve. <laughs> so that later when I did X's, they were like, who did these? I'll bet I can still do a great X. <laughs> nope, it's terrible. <laughs> nope, it's terrible. I got to go give Mirage a call. <laughs> I love you. See ya. I love you. Bye. Doesn't it seem?